I think it would be stronger if John were just saying my soup. <laughs> Chicken soup seems bizarrely specific. Uh, boy, I wish and we. Had, I really I, wish I had mentioned this. Yeah, on the, I kind on of wish show. we had gotten into that because I like that he says my chicken soup. It's it's so. It's, it's just, just like it's unnecessary detail. It clutters it, is, it up. It is. No, but I like it. I I think it adds flavor. Anyway, hmm. chicken flavor. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that we are certainly not producing under duress. Nope. My name is John Gibson, and I am Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. And Chris, it is Wednesday at long last. Hump day. August 23rd, 1978. And what are we doing today? We are looking at a Garfield comic. That we are. And I think you have a synopsis for us. I do, John. This is the 66th ever Garfield comic, Wednesday, the 23rd of August, 1978. John, in today's strip, Garfield joins in with the anti-disco backlash, a movement that, with the full benefit of hindsight, prominently featured some disturbing xenophobic elements and a perhaps homophobic reassertion of traditional gender roles. And I am extremely interested to find out what all of that means. I so mean, let's get into it. It's just a thing. It's just, it's just words, folks. It's just words. So in panel one, we have a scene of Garfield, John, and Lyman all in, all together. Mm-hmm. Lyman is entering from stage right, and he's saying to John, he says, Hey, John, what do you think of my new outfit? And how is Lyman is dressed, it, John? Lyman is, he's just, I mean, he's wearing, like, regular clothes. Like, nothing <laughs> nothing out of the ordinary that, that I can see. I mean, I, f- I feel like he, his, his outfit should be a little flashier. Given yeah, the, it should have the tone like sequins or something. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how easy also, those, it is to draw sequins. Look particularly disco-y to me. No, like so he's yeah. wearing a white suit. Yes, he's wearing a that's pretty disco. Seventies uh, white disco suit. White and suit, John, black shirt. Um, John is big not wide impressed. lapels. Uh, John apparently sees this every day because he does live in the seventies, mm-hmm. uh, and he's just sitting at his extremely narrow table drinking his coffee. Yeah, Garfield's Garfield sitting on the floor. Garfield wearing much the same expression as John. Yeah. I, uh, I would point out. John, worth pointing out, I think, Garfield is sitting on the floor uh, next to John <laughs> where he's at the table. Garfield's head, Garfield is so large that his head rises up above <laughs> the surface of the table. Yeah, above above Arbuckle's elbow. He is, he is as we have commented before, <laughs> roughly the size of a puma. Yeah, yeah, he clearly weighs about as much as John in this one. <laughs> like, just in terms of, well, in terms of weight. Yeah. Like, yeah. In terms of mass. Um, panel two. Oh, yes, there are, there, are, there are two more of these. Okay, so let's see. In panel two, uh, John has disappeared, mm-hmm. as has the table. Hashtag and, panel uh, two. All we can see is... Uh, Lyman and uh, Garfield, mm-hmm. Garfield, uh, sort of, um, well, rubbing up against his legs in that way that cats do. Mm-hmm. Uh, only 
there's a little something extra going on, which is that Garfield is um, shedding. He's just like shedding like mad. Like nobody's business, John. And, yeah. Um, yeah. You, you mentioned he's rubbing up against Lyman's legs as cats do. And he, and he mm. is, but he isn't. Because look at the expression on his face. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's not like, he's not purring. Yeah. He's not like, he's, it's basically the same expression that he had in panel one. It's an it's it's an aggressive and unfri- unfriendly rub up against yeah. your legs yeah, here in panel I mean, two, it's folks. Like, I mean, it's basically like a kind of assault here. I mean, he's so nonchalant about it. He he's is. Like, I'm, I'm going to do this now. Like, I get to do this because I'm Garfield. Yeah, yeah. When you're a celebrity cat, they've got to let you mm. rub up against their legs and shed on yeah. your su- on your suits. You can do anything. Relevance. Um. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> <laughs> Except that this this uh, series takes so long to edit. I mean, by the time this episode is released, we will have moved on to two or three new horrible things that guy has said. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like panel two, all right. I, yeah, panel two is great. What do you think about Lyman's <laughs> body like language it. there? Where he's like, his arms are sort of raised up, like he's like, whoa, he's what's taking going it back, on? Like he's like, like whoa. He's whoa there, fella. Bit, like, I guess to imply that, that he, he's surprised. Yeah, I mean, Garfield, again, is a sizable yeah. cat. Yeah. <clears throat> Garfield could easily knock him over if, yeah. he, if he's desired. Yeah. Panel three, John, Garfield has left the building perhaps certainly the panel he's off screen mm-hmm. he's walked off uh lyman is standing on the left john arbuckle is back at his table uh the coffee table mug has reappeared held in <laughs> held in hand held aloft mm. lyman asks does garfield always shed like that to which john replies nonchalantly only on white disco suits <laughs> i like that john arbuckle is not making eye contact in panel three like he's mm. looking yeah, he's directly not... at the audience or, or just sort of off into the middle distance. Say, he's not quite looking at the audience. You're to, right. It's not to quite. Me, it looks like he's, he's like. No, you're he's right. He's staring, not. He's just staring blankly ahead. He's not looking at the audience. It's, it's honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm looking now. He's like a reverse Mona Lisa. Wherever I go in the room in relation to the panel, <laughs> it's like he's not looking at me. It's like he's looking past you. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like it's like Arbuckle feels the same way about you, the reader, as Garfield feels about Lyman. Mm, true. Like, I just don't even, I don't even acknowledge you as a person. You know? <laughs> and he's acting towards Lyman the same way John is. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't, yeah, I hadn't put that part together. Do you think, yeah, like, go ahead. Do you think right, Lyman what? is starting to wear out his welcome in the Arbuckle household? Because like when he showed up, he was he was penniless and homeless, and now I think he wore it out in the the same strip that he appeared in, that where he brought Odie, who needs to be housebroken. But now, like when he when he appears, he's like, "I've got nothing. Please take me in. I have nowhere to go." Now he's going out and buying himself flashy new outfits. Mm. Like Lyman, if you've got some money coming in, like you know, put some money in for utilities or whatever. I don't know. I mean, I think, I think. Within reason, I think, you know, I think Lyman deserves to, to treat himself every now and then. Like, if he's really into dancing. Well, but, like, I you mean. You know, do you want to deprive a man of his art, you know? No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, shouldn't he be paying like that's some that's how rent? he expresses maybe, himself. Maybe he should put in for groceries. Well, I, we don't know that he 
doesn't. We don't know that, but I'm reading a lot into John Arbuckle's facial expression in panel three here. That look on his face says like, Lyman, get out of my house. <laughs> Does it not? Okay, I see it now. It's I like, it now. I don't want to say it to you. I don't want to have, don't make me say it directly because we're friends. And if I have to say it to you, that friendship is over. But it's time for you to go, Lyman. Yeah, boy. Okay, so, okay, so, so this is a big strip. Um, <laughs> it's been a week is, of guess, big so strips. This, this, this marks the turning point in the relationship between John and Lyman. I, I mean, it, it might be too soon to say, but that's how it feels to me. That's how it feels mm. in the moment. Well, we'll just have to look, be on the lookout, and and see how things go moving forward. I do have some things that I like about this comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like um, this one. Number one, Lyman does not appear to actually be getting ready to go out dancing or, <laughs> or whatever. Like, it appears that he just bought this suit and just wanted to show it off. So he's just wearing it in the house. <laughs> he might not know how to dance. Like, maybe he just, or maybe he traded his other clothes for this outfit. Maybe he found it in a dumpster. I mean, I was assuming that he bought it. Yeah. That does seem more in keeping with Lyman's character. I mean, to be fair, it's ill-fitting, it. and it seems kind of disheveled even before Garfield sheds on it, and the shoes don't match. So you think Garfield's shedding on it is like an editorial comment on the aesthetic value of the outfit? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's I totally what we're meant to assume. So that was number one. And number two, um, I like... So uh, John's reaction... Mm-hmm. Specifically, he says, uh, does, uh, the question, does Garfield always shed like that? John says, only on white disco suits. Mm-hmm. To me, that suggests strongly that John owns at least one white disco oh. suit. Oh. I had I, not, And I like knowing that about John Arbuckle. I had not interpreted it that way, but I think you make a very strong case. I had assumed like it was other people coming over in white disco suits. Like like John just has a constant parade of 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 visitors coming by wearing disco outfits. I mean <clears throat> who's to say he doesn't? No, I you know, I think your interpretation I'm not convinced that he doesn't. I think your interpretation makes more sense. And I accept it. And yeah, you're right. I like knowing that John Arbuckle has a white disco suit in the closet somewhere <laughs> covered in orange cat hair. Yeah, he probably just gave up. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, I'm never wearing this again. Can't get all those hairs off. Yeah. Um, oh, and, and number three, um, I like the implication that Garfield has the power to shed hair. Just like at will. I- at will. <laughs> in, in ex- like to an extre- extreme degree. Yeah, it is. Wow. I think that's, that's interesting. Because there is a and lot I like of... that it's just, it's just incidental to the action here. <laughs> Uh, and he's so nonchalant about it he's like well time for me to do this which which to me i mean like that that is totally what cats are like yeah like this happens to me all the time i'll 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 uh you know wash a blanket or something and then fold it and put it on the bed and then like immediately the cat goes and Mm, that's just what you do yeah yeah and then it's not like they're trying it's not like they're being malicious like they're doing it to to hurt you no, they don't even nature. think that you have feelings or they don't care. 
Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So do you read this as an anti-disco strip? Like an anti-disco backlash strip? Yeah, you mentioned that in your synopsis. Um, I don't think we have enough information. Hmm. I think it could go either way. Um, I think, you know, I, do, do you think it is? I mean, I did initially, and now I'm not sure. We, you really turned me around when you pointed out that uh, it's very likely John Arbuckle himself owns a white disco suit. Because I think he's, I mean, we have to take him as sort of the author stand-in on a lot of these episodes, a lot of these strips. And mm. if he's been on the receiving end of the shedding, then, I mean, maybe Garfield is anti-disco, but it's not clear that John Arbuckle, or by extension, Jim Davis is. It's another thing we'll have to ask him when he guest hosts the show at some unspecified mm. future date. That will be exciting. Listeners, it's bound to happen sooner or later, so write in with your questions for Jim Davis. Info at beingjimdavis.com. We can only assume that he will be guest hosting at some point in the future. Yeah, or, or you could send the questions to questions for Jim Davis himself at beingjimdavis.com. Yeah, yeah. Or just, that way we'll, you know, we'll know what they are. Yeah, yeah. Questions at beingjimdavis.com. That one would work. Um. That might be all I have on this um, one. Yeah, that's all I got. I mean, we can well, talk about Disco Jim Backlash, Davis, the but I don't podcast. Know we need to. I mean, nah. Eh. Um, it's just like the disco movement, to the podcast, you know, was very, very diverse. Like it was relatively gay friendly for the time. Yeah. And so, in retrospect, yeah. a lot of that anti disco stuff. You got to think. Well, how much of that was like disco sucks, blah blah, blah and how much of it was like you know, punk rock is for real, you know, real dudes. Hmm. And, you know, in retrospect... Well, I get the the homophobic aspect, but xenophobic, I'm not... Well... I'm not sure if I follow that. I mean, uh, uh, disco was a fairly diverse, like, uh, ethnically diverse scene. You know, black and white mixing together. And that sort of hard rock, punk aesthetic that opposed itself to disco was pretty white. Yeah. And so I wonder, yeah. like, look, I came up in the 90s and it was all about alternative rock, which was sort of hearkened back. <clears throat> you know, it saw itself as the the descendant of punk. And so I was always really well disposed towards punk. But in retrospect, I wonder, like, um, you know, maybe maybe disco uh, was, a, was a more welcoming, you know, more... Uh, heterogeneous diverse scene like you know why why are we lionizing punk all the time it's just a bunch of angry white people i have been meaning to stop doing that yeah you should stop i'm sorry were, were you going to end the podcast like 15 <laughs> minutes ago no um you've been listening to being jim davis the podcast that um never ends usually has something clever to say right here you can support the show by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. You can visit the blog at beingjimdavis.com where you can leave a comment or you can follow us on Facebook or like us on Twitter, except swap those. <laughs> My, uh, I am uh, at Inscrutable Taco on Twitter. And I am uh, Dr. Underscore Garfield. Thanks for listening and bye for now. See you later. <laughs>